Listen to the Plus 4-4 podcast wherever you get your podcasts or listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music. This is the Plus 4-4 podcast. I'm ZZ Mills. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, what's that all about? I'm Sideman. Music. Culture. UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. Coming up on the Plus 4-4 podcast with ZZ Mills and Sideman. I would never be with someone like Future. What's but I you? see that he's trash, isn't it? A lot of these roadmen are the most emotional wet brothers. Oh, yeah, of course. Because their girls tell me, you could never call me a simp. You sound like men that say, I don't need to give oral because my pipe is A1. But I'm lying is you fail seven times, bro. <laughs> like, you've proven that you're a failure. With me, it's still untested water. Sideman, be careful. They're out here killing the ones that speak up. What's been started since that man's passing is what will be one of the greatest movements for our people that has ever been and that we will ever see. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. Welcome to the Plus 4-4 podcast from Amazon Music with me, ZZ Mills. And me, Sideman. Each week we're going to be discussing the hottest topics, the trends and the new releases on the Plus 4-4 playlist. This week is the one year anniversary of the tragic murder of George Floyd. So we're going to be reflecting on how his death impacted the world. And we'll also revisit the Black History Month special we did back in October. Right. Do you know how weird this is? We started our the other show that we done mm-hmm. when George, when the whole George Floyd ha- yep. thing happened. Yep. And full circle, here we are now. I know. How still, weird is that? Still looking at each other lovingly. I mean, that is very debatable. <laughs> but you know, if that's what, if that before we came in, David tried to basically make up a reason as to why. He would never be with me because he said, well, I'll be with him. And I said, never. And um, he then said to me, I, I'm trying to make, he says, I'm, I'm trying to think of the reasons why I wouldn't be with ZZ. And we all know that is a lie. We need to start discussing what we discuss off camera and what we discuss on. We, everything <laughs> is for on camera. Okay, good to know. Everything so is for on camera. So that conversation about Lauren Socoli earlier was, well, going to be able to bring that back to the play. Well, you're the one that brought him up, not me. <laughs> David is obsessed with Lauren Socoli. <laughs> Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I mean, I have no reason. I don't know, understand why. But every chance you get, you bring that boy's name up. Maybe it's jealousy. But anyway. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, don't I'm worry. On it. I would be jealous of Lawrence if I was you. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you brought it on yourself, mate. Um... Okay, so, mate, what's going on in your city? Birmingham, <laughs> where, what is going on every day? Fly the flag. What about for the people in your hometown? I'm assuming you're talking about Shana Walker. Yeah, I am. I mean, she's from Worcester, but you know. Um, I hate but, that we know her full name. Uh, I don't. It's good, to, it's good to know who to avoid. It's good to know who up block is, you know what I mean? An enemy that you don't know can sneak up on you at any time. She was moving crazy. Yep, um... We have to start as black men really checking where we go. Well, where we travel, we have to start. Listen, now I think that her video should be used as a case study 
no no black man should get with a white woman until he shows her that video first and says don't go out there on these streets embarrassing my willy by using it as a reason to condone this behavior my my thing with this is is when i have a theory that um women like that that say that they've dated black men that is not the first time they've used that n-word and I wouldn't even be surprised if they've used it in front of their partner or that they've said it, um, mm-hmm. that they said they're with or they have been with, mm-hmm. or even if they've used it in an argument against their partner. Yeah. Because I feel like for you to say that you've been with a black man and that word slips so easily from your mouth. Yeah, it flew like is, a river. Exactly. It's mm. mad to me. That means you've said it before. Yeah. You said it before and it was either okay or you, you went unchecked. Mm. Now, what do you think about the level of social backlash against her? No, well, no, of course. That. What do you want? What did you think was going to happen? Okay, so let's talk worst case scenarios. She does something to herself. How would you feel about it then? Well, I haven't personally gone on her page <laughs> and said anything to her. That's I, all of a sudden, I no, it's fine. Next week, you know, well, I didn't but, say anything. No, what I'm saying is, is then you should have thought of the repercussions. You should have thought of That's the repercussions. That's what you would say. Well, I'm not, yourself, I'm not. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna come. But I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm saying I'm not gonna come online and say that. But I, I'm online saying it. Um, what I'm saying is, is that you should have thought about the words that were coming out of your mouth mm-hmm. and the potential backlash that you could have, you would get. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said that, I'm not now saying if something bad happens to her, yeah. it's highly unfortunate. Mm-hmm. However. Mm-hmm. It you brought the you brought that upon yourself. Yes, um, because free speech um doesn't exist there's a cost to your words but what i will say is this i'm a bit concerned with how concerned people were what would you mean i'm a bit i'm a bit concerned with how upset people were this made a lot of people that i saw online to me speak out of term out of turn like some people, I, I saw men saying, if it was me there, I would have punched her up or calling her all kinds of derogatory terms. And, and I'm like, yo, we can dismiss the act. We can say, you see the act. We can talk about the act all day. But I feel like you go too far when you start either threatening, whether man or woman, when you start saying, I would have done this or I would have done that violence and stuff like that. It makes me, because it's like, really and truly, this was obviously... A wrong thing don't get me wrong but on the in the grand scheme of things we don't need to be that upset this happens i, I never watched that video and was shocked right. you understand what i'm saying these are things that occur and i just feel like i saw people speaking and going too far online in my opinion but then they their thing is that she went too far like she shoved the guy she called him an n-word no i hear more than so their thing is i i don't agree necessarily with violence i I, not even necessarily i don't agree with anybody then saying they would have done something back Mm -hmm. to her i Mm -hmm. don't agree with that at all i've heard people even saying if i see her all kinds of madness but the thing is i can um i understand where the anger is coming from because also i do think that it's not just it's not just this one situation remember like i feel at the moment that constantly black people are seeing a lot of um, trauma online yes so this is not just an isolated incident this is probably this is now the sixth video that you've seen mm-hmm. where somebody is being racist towards um your people um but yeah I, I definitely don't agree with violence and i i think people what do you think about the name calling well she called someone a name no i'm saying if you okay let's say you saw a man online calling out all kinds of b words 100 miles per hour how would that make you feel as a woman as a woman 
Yeah, not, not a black woman. <laughs> just as a woman. I don't care. Okay, cool. Because at the end, of the, if it was, you, you're, because at, at, at the moment, you're making, like, it's not unwarranted behaviour. Oh, no. The reti- the, what she's, what, what she's hap- what's happening now is not unwarranted. Um, a, it's not an unwarranted backlash. I don't agree with violence. However, if there's people online that are being saying certain things to her because of what she has said mm-hmm. then i understand where it's coming from oh, once no. everyone calms down you know thing i, I understand where it's coming from too and i did a video so what and do you I, think should people no, should I'm saying, say i had i done a video and i ripped her to shreds in my video what i didn't do though was call her the b word or threaten violence against her yeah, like i'm I, cool with her getting fired i'm cool with her getting arrested because i called what she did in my video a hate crime I said it's a hate crime because you are doing something. She literally physically assaulted a man. Yeah, exactly. Whilst using racist terminology. So to me, that's a hate crime. She should go to prison. All of that kind of stuff. I'm just not on certain things. And I don't think that we should let ourselves be enraged to that point. At no point watching that video did I want to hit her. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's wild if like people are online saying they're going to do like the violence towards her 100% don't condone that however however if people feel like a name here and there you know <laughs> gets their frustration out of their out of their body out of their mind mm. after they've seen her shove another black man who was actually doing his job yep. um I, I was surprised I was surprised. actually she did spit she spat she didn't she didn't she didn't get to spit right in front of him but she walked off and spat in his direction do you know how disrespectful it is a white to girl even... spat on me when i was in school huh a white girl spat on me when i was in school and i and i told my dad and what did your dad and do? my dad went to their house and spoke to her dad and made her apologize yeah to that's me. how it should be you're in school 100 that's the right way to do it i but sound now... so wet i've done street stuff i just need everybody to understand so you keep saying yeah no but that story just sounded way too wet no Girl but that's, but that's how it dad. should be though that's you should you should go as a child yeah you should you go home and tell your parents then your parents should deal with it with the, the child's parents i mm-hmm. agree with that i think that's how it should be done because i don't always agree with the whole thing of like if someone hits you hit them back yeah. but i don't agree with that teaching because you know you you that teaching goes on into your adult life yes it does do you get what I mean yeah. so you have that mentality someone does something instead of being able and that's why people are and it's on, not the most effective thing of course punching, not punching somebody once is not more effective than getting them fired or getting them arrested but I think it's so weird to me um, when people are online back in the day when I used to have my little um, back and forth online not mm-hmm. so much anymore mm-hmm. but girls Aloni look what, girls oh, was that my bad but the thing is, it wasn't even a back and forth. Me and Aloni are both adults in it. We can disagree with each other. I don't know what you're talking about. I was just clearing my throat. Sure you was. That's what I mean. Don't be a simp, David. Say <laughs> stuff with your chest, okay? Um, Let's move on from that anyway. <laughs> no, um, wait. What oh, sorry, I was going to say was that I think it is weird that automatically people result to violence, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So anytime you have beef with people online, like I remember yeah. back in the day when I used to have beef with girls online, they'll be like, watch when I catch you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I will not be fighting with anybody. <laughs> like, on God, I won't be fighting with anyone. You can drag me, like, you can drag me across the street. I will lay there like this. Just limp. And then when I get up, I will call the police and I will press charges on you. Mm-hmm. And you can call me a snitch. You can call me whatever you want. Mm-hmm. However, I'm a taxpayer and I would like my taxpayer's money to go to use and go to the police. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you can, I will be using the what I pay my taxes for. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's weird. I think it's very weird. When, like, I'm, when I see you, I'm going to yeah, beat you up. Always want to book you in real life and I know. other words and that is just know, like let's I relax. Know. All right, so also Ross Millions, man like Ross, your guy, 
somebody else that has tried it with you and failed there's a long list of us um he went live uh whilst being stopped by armed police and he was detained under the firearms act this threw me off because i don't know what that means did he have a firearm or nah? no i don't think he did so what's this about well i don't know they said when i watched the video i it, they said um that he got pulled over and then they searched the car or they did they went away come back and said they had reason to believe that the, this vehicle was used for some sort of robbery or something okay. or something that had a firearm attached an incident that a firearm was involved in and this was the car mm -hmm. bless him he was just like i'm a rapper i'm a rapper you know do you think i'm gonna have anything to do with this type of thing mm. and i just thought do you know what i want i want um i would have played body and i'm like this is me you know he that the guy was the police officer like listen mate don't care what you do don't care who you are that's brilliant mate and what but they have a uh they frustrate me you know they frustrate Why? me because I think it's they have a thing about them where they need power. Who police officers? Some yeah, some of them. Oh yeah, I think. they need to exert their power. So the more you're telling them who you are, especially in your fancy car, the more they need to exert their power against you to bring you down to level. That's I think he's okay is. because I think after that he uploaded something on his Insta story. So I guess he's not. If like... anything, this is great though. If you're a rapper and you get stopped by police and you actually don't have anything on you and you're all clean you should just look at that as promo at this point it's promo think about it they always go live they're always doing insta stories or their bridges holding the camera and they're always in 4k as well anytime a police stops them in their car it's a rollout to me at this point oh my god no i'm not saying they do it as I'm, no I'm saying i know once. i know it's an I know, unintentional I know. rollout the police stopped me rollout mad though i wouldn't i couldn't that's why right, man should be I on foot like me like, police and never stop me i couldn't go <laughs> would you say on your scooter <laughs> I, I said on foot oh sorry scooters are illegal on pavement and road so why would i be on one? Oh yeah sorry that's true yeah anyway i've seen bare people aren't they aren't there some that are getting them um, licensed now yep 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 oh no um yeah they've got some legal ones but uh people are getting stopped and again getting points on their license because of them you're lying facts stop it but why if you don't have a license <laughs> <laughs> It's true. What if you don't have a license? <laughs> Can't put points on something. I mean, they don't. can, they can. Oh, no, I know they can. Before and then before. You, have you got a license? What if you never plan to get one? Have you got a license? <laughs> no. Are you, do you ever plan to get one? I don't know if I'll ever drive. Why? It just doesn't interest me. That is why you're not getting gal out here because absolutely nobody wants a man that is not driving. I have drivers. Oh, yeah. Not your mates, David. Actual drivers that people... Like a driver I can that, get my mate in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like an actual driver that is driving you around. Would you do? Just take Uber everywhere? Yeah. But I actually do have mates that drive me everywhere. And do you give them petrol money? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Don't be that guy just getting in and out of the car. Oh, no, no. Behave, money. behave, behave. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I hate when people treat me like... I'm like immobile because David I don't has have a, bare help in his yeah, house. By the way, never get it twisted. He has bare help. He has people that cook for him every day. He has people that clean up. He has people that like it's mad. I've, when I used to go to Birmingham to do um, our, the YouTube previous show, previous show mm -hmm. um, David just used to have like um, girls in his house just cooking for him. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't work for my for my record. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> David, every day on online, talking about, protect black women. And he's got black women in the kitchen cooking for him, slaving away. <laughs> I'm still scraping some of that misogyny out of him. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I asked the man them to cook. They don't want it. They'd rather do other favours. That's where Jamal cooks for you, though. Yeah, Jamal does cook for me sometimes. Oh, yeah, well. but you even take the piss out of Jamal. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, <laughs> so the director of Defending Diggity, the Diggity documentary, uh... Marion Mohammed uh, wins a BAFTA for Emerging Talent Factual Award. Oh, okay. So that's good. 
Yeah, I I, I was you... quite impressed with the fact that Diggity decided to do that. Why? Because I thought it was just a very different move. I like when people do different moves. What a documentary about How many how many drill rappers do you know with a documentary? I mean, they've all got their own little special on YouTube at the moment where they've got cameras following them around. It's the same thing. It's just that BBC Free commissioned it. Yeah, so I think it's a bit more official. It's a bit more mainstream. It's a bit more... Oh, so are you basically saying unless it's on TV, it's not an official thing? Because no, I'm just saying that that's... it impressed me that Diggity decided to make that move. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So drivers are going to can be fined uh, 5k for wearing baggy jeans. This would have been a problem for me about a decade ago. I'm, I'm good so now. glad. I'm so over baggy. I don't any any person that wears baggy jeans. Yeah, do they mean baggy jeans? As in, like baggy jeans are the ones that are below I your bum. I think like them crazy baggy jeans, like you oh, know them, like back in the day when man used like to wear grunge, them. grunge, uh, yeah, grunge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. what they called? Yeah, because it can prohibit. I, I, I don't know why this was the big headline because I saw them say about skirts. Like I went onto the actual, you know, head. I went read the actual article okay. and I'm sure it mentioned certain skirts as well. What, like long skirts? I fi- I'm, I'm not sure, but, but why? I think What's so. their reasoning? I think that would be way more problematic than baggy jeans. No one's wearing baggy jeans no more. Well, I feel like they're going to come back in fashion. I rarely see... Have you, have you, when's the last time you saw a goth? I haven't seen one. They used to be... They're man extinct, bruv. <laughs> I don't see them man no more. I don't see them man He's no true, more. He's true, you know. I have I don't. I I've think... been looking for somebody in platform shoes, but I don't. I don't bought them man. It must have been an era. Yeah, the man used to get girls. You used to go to Camden. You used to see loads of goths in Camden. That was like the place for where goths where used they to hang out. Yeah, where they used to be. It's true. You don't really see them anymore. But what's the reason for them for for the fight? I mean, oh, I, for... I think it's because it prohibits how well you can drive. What baggy jeans? When are you gonna drive? Actually, you jumped on me. When are you gonna drive? I've taken. You're, you're 65 years old and you still I've don't have a license. I have tried to take my test about seven, six, no. six to seven times, and I failed obviously every time. <laughs> really? Yeah, and at this at this point, I am over it. <laughs> oh, David, uh, here we go. Seven. According to the rule 97 of the highway code, the clothing and footwear you choose to wear whilst you are driving must not prevent you from using the controls in the correct manner. This means that if police spot you wearing clothes like baggy jeans, flip-flops and skirts, which they view as potentially impairing your com- you from controlling your car, you could get a £100 fine and three points on your licence. First of all, it's still hilarious that you that, that you failed seven times. <laughs> One time, I actually nearly ran someone over. I can't drive, bro. Like you actually can't drive. You're not, what? Like you're not allowed. What, you don't me? have the option. I can't believe it. If you fail seven times, you can't drive. Yeah, I know, but no, no, no. no. The thing is, I can drive. Mm-hmm. I can drive, but the the driving instructors—they're pagans. <laughs> No, no, they are. They are. They don't want me to. They, they don't, don't want. They me don't to, want to see you. Shine. They don't want to be. They don't want to see me out here on these streets. It's a good thing because you would buy such a flashy. You'd be in a flash. If I had a car, if I could drive, I'd buy a G wagon. I know you would. Be big boy G wagon. I know just you would. Rolling around. Just... Yeah. So one time I nearly ran someone over. 
like ri- literally right nearly right so i was driving this is this and by the way i've switched from manual to automatic now and you still got because because it was just like everyone in the studio is laughing at me and i feel really i feel i feel judged right now but you know what it's fine because there's someone do you know what it is yeah i had my i had a friend who told me that she she's failed her test nine times and i remember when she told me that when i was younger yeah, i looked you know. at her no i looked at her and i was like nine times and i'm like two away from it now <laughs> Do you know how mad that is? Will you try again? Yeah, because I want to drive. Like, I actually do want to drive. So anyway, as I was saying, yeah. Listen to me. As I was saying, the, the last time That's I did week. it. <laughs> shut up, David. Have you even taken a test yourself? No. Oh, give over then. You're chatting to me about, how do we know that you're not going to fail six Seven times, times as well? Definitely Don't not. judge me. Anyway. Definitely not. I'm like, I, anytime I'm in the car, I'm blessed. Like, I know I could. Oh yeah, sure. I know I could. It'd be quite easy. You sound like man that say I don't need to give oral because I'm my pipe is a one. Do you get what I mean? It's the bottom line is you failed seven times, bro. <laughs> like, don't try. That's, don't that's try it say, like. like you've proven that you're a failure. With me, it's still un, it's still untested water. So it's, it's not sure Ooh, yet. This all makes sense. Why? You were so shook on my scooter. You was like literally no, because, just like a no, parakeet. There's no protection there. <laughs> Like, there's literally no protection. If I fall off and graze my knees that my mum didn't let me crawl on when I was younger because you <laughs> didn't want to... No, it doesn't make no sense. Anyway, your favourite person has won um, Artist decade, uh, artist of the Decade, yes. Billboard Awards, Drake. Drake, um, the greatest rapper alive. The greatest rapper to have ever lived, really. Oh, wow. I stand by that. That is mad. Well, you're going to say better than like Tupac and yeah. all them type of man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easy. You've lost your mind. Easy. Easily. Better than Jay-Z. Easily. You've lost your goddamn Jay- mind. Jay-Z, Jay- pause, but Jay-Z ain't made me feel what, what Drake has yeah, made me feel. You, because uh, you're like simp central. So it's just like, of you, course you, you are. You know what the thing is, is like, this is what I've noticed yet, yeah, especially in this whole simp, no, simpness and stuff like that. I get called pick me every other yeah, day. Yeah, no, but yeah, no, I know, but we, 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 it's fine. A lot of these roadmen or tougher guys are the most emotional wet brother. Oh, yeah, of course. Because their girls tell me how jealous they are. She, it, like, it literally, I was look, I looked outside the club and he was just standing there checking where I was. I hugged my, my male friend and we had like a four-hour argument after it just because I hugged him because he don't know who he is. He's He made me unfollow all the men. If you make a girl unfollow all the guys that she's following when you get together, you are moist. You are wet and you could never call me a sim. These men are jealous. They should listen. They should love Drake more than me because I'm not I'm not jealous or insecure or yeah, wet in any of those ways. The women that are coming to you to complain, they love it. That's why they're still with those guys. I don't care what they love. If you're doing that, that's wet. I would like a little bit of jealousy in my relationship. Nah. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not a little bit jealous. You gotta work on what that is in you. No, because I no 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 because I I feel like society has made us feel like jealousy is a bad thing. I think a little bit of jealousy within a relationship is healthy. No, no, concern is a right thing. Jealousy and concern are two different things. But I but the thing is, I get jealous with my friends, my my female friends. If I if I have got a good friend mm. and she starts hanging around with some next girl all the time, there's a little bit of jealousy that, in me. That make that's what I'm saying. That makes more sense. You feel it. You don't like punish your friend over it in any way. Yeah, I do. Like imagine I punish all of them. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the guy got with you and said unfollow all of the man yeah, that you follow. Yeah, that that's wild. That's crazy. And I hear these reports. So anyway, moving on. Who would be artist of the decade in the UK rapper wise? I would say Skepta. I would say it's between Skepta, Giggs, and Crepton Corner. 
I would say Skepta because Skepta has transcended loads of different demographics. Demo- not even demographics. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Avenues, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 like, he's not just a rapper. He does. But that's what I don't like. He does fashion. No, but that's what Drake does. No, that's why Drake is the artist of the year. No, Drake is artist of the. Drake is primarily and predominantly known for his music. All those other stuff he tries, no. in my opinion, actually don't even work out that no, well. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, but Drake does a lot. Uh, what I mean is, yeah, for me, an artist is not just. Um, music it's the whole artistry behind them okay which is how they dress how they look what collaborations they do but that's to me what an artist is it's not just to do with music I'd say I disagree I'd say in the last decade Drake has done nothing that has been as impactful not even close as is right now he's got a clothing line out I can't even remember what it's called like he, he's releasing a fragrance. I don't want to smell like him. Like you got know what I'm saying. Like, Are you sure? like, like maybe. <laughs> what do you, like, I love Drake for his music. So you think- he's predominantly known for the music. And for me, yes, Skepta, Skepta has to be in it. Gigs has to be in that runnings because they've consistently delivered bangers. They've con- they've delivered music that we like. For instance, we call "Talking the Hardest" the UK anthem. Yeah, you yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying and all that stuff. But I think Crepton Conan do not get the respect that they deserve because they are right smack in the middle of being elder statesmen and then being cool with the new kids as well. Like, they they just gave us uh, G-Love with Wizkid. You get what I'm saying? And had everybody saying, her ex-man fell off, she gave man gel off and said it's better than rice and peas. Everybody was saying that. That was just like last year or the year before. They consistently have delivered very yeah, good bodies feel, of work. Do you, uh, yeah... What, for the last 10? Have Krypton kind of even been around for 10 years? Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. That's what I'm saying. They would, they would they get like honorable mention 
as the closest of the new school. Like people saying like all oh, Dave and Stormzy and that, just be quiet. <laughs> like, okay, but but Dave and Stormzy have been out for half an hour. Yeah, I know, but Stormzy not Stormzy's been out for a while. You know, if you actually think about it, in comparison to Gigs and Skep. Yeah, of course, but we're we're talking about in the last ten years. Is that, ten, two, that, that that would be two thousand and eleven. So when did he come? When did Stormzy come out? 2015, 16. Oh, okay. So that that is 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 a is a is a. He's halfway there. Yeah, so that's why I would just say Skepta. Yeah. Because yeah. I would say Skepta also has a really good crossover as well. Yes. I think like Skepta has effortless, effortlessly crossed over to the American market without it seeming like a beg, if that makes sense. Well, do you do you think that a, saying Krypton Conan is wild? Um, I just, I think Krypton Conan are good and I like some of their music, but I don't think that they, I, I wouldn't consider them the, the artists of the decade, no. Yeah, they're my favourite UK artists anyway, so I might yeah, be biased. Yeah, well, there, there you go. That's what exactly. I just, yeah, I feel, um, also, I don't know if, um, I don't know if Krypton Conan are consistent enough for me. Kind of like what you were saying to Ray Black last week. And I don't know if that's because, you know, maybe they're, doing you know you're missing the, it then if you don't think they're consistent huh i think you're missing it no i know every time they release an album or they release a song i just don't think it's like they've gone quiet for quite a while now to get what i mean and i like and i agree with you i think i i don't i think crept and Kona are almost crept and Kona now in a in like a weird Middle place, place yeah. like you know like a j cole would be at this point but then also, like, the artists of the decade as well. Like, for me, you can't really leave out people like Wretch, Getz, all those type of people. For me, those are like creme de la creme I would of have, our... I would have called them artists of the previous decade, probably. Do you get what I'm saying? When they were more, like, for me, the previous decade would have probably been Getz for me. And, and Getz is bringing out beautiful music right now. But, we, but I think artists of the decade is really like a numbers game. No, um, unless you're talking about your personal artist of the decade. Well, yeah, that's. Uh, but then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what. That's what I'm saying. It depends. Everyone's gonna have def- different definitions but, of artist. Oh yeah, of when the I'm year. asking, I mean like on a broader. Yeah, that's why I would say. For instance, but that's why I would say isn't my, Yeah, Skepta isn't my favorite artist, but I understand that his contributions are undeniable. Hundred percent. I would say. I would. I would. Say I would say Skepta. Skepta. Yeah, Skepta. I can't beef that because he's managed to stay hugely relevant mm-hmm. like and 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 i read an article the other day where he said that he doesn't even really like push his music anymore like imagine getting to that point right mm. where you wait a minute jay huss though jay huss has been around for how long 2015 ah, see but jay huss would be up there yeah in the next five years it'll probably be jay, jay huss. huss would be yeah 100 percent. i'm not even i'm not even doubting it in the next year five yeah, it, would years, be it will be jay huss yeah, yeah i would say skepta because like i said he's managed to cross over to america um and well, so did gigs in a sense mm, not like how not how not how skepta is well i don't know uh, not I how Ske- more like kmt and things like that yeah like yeah not how skepta has managed mm. to do that mm-hmm. you know like and skepta done it with I think Giggs managed to do it because he he had, but then I guess Skepta did. I was going to say he had a huge sign off as well, mm-hmm. but he did all that stuff with ASAP Rocky and all that, and you know what I mean. And yeah, yeah, but but honourable mentions in it, hundred percent. Yeah, music culture UK. This is plus four four from Amazon Music. All right, what is it for you this week? Um, what is it for me? Uh, 
I don't know if it was this week, but I I saw it going viral on my Twitter timeline. And it's Nick Cannon and his 1500th maternity shoot that he keeps doing. What is... uh, But he's clearly said that he's just out here ready to breed up the world and he doesn't believe in monogamy and all that kind of stuff. But really, I mean, I don't understand why anybody would want to be that man's baby mother unless it's just because you've got a check. I think the same thing about Future. I think the same thing about yeah, all but these I, men with I, their kids. I, I, yeah, but <laughs> do you think do you think that the love for your kids gets diluted by how many you have? Um, it's when, especially when you're passing all five, six, seven. I, I, I would like to believe it doesn't, but I, I think I'm, I would be naive to think that. Yeah, because I think it's, it's, it's almost impossible. impossible. Yeah. Especially, Especially if they when you have seven kids with seven baby mums. And in different locations. In different as well. locations. If they all lived under the same house, like Diddy, mm. his setup is seems to be probably the most Conducive. solid. Yeah. And you know, he spreads his love evenly because I think that his children live with him majority mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. However, future is wild. But yeah. I, un- I I see the appeal of future. I would never be with someone like future. What's the but appeal? I see the he's trash, isn't it? And that's the appeal. That's the appeal. He's and also like I was saying, like I was saying, like I was saying to you last week, women, we have this weird thing about wanting to conquer. Same with men, right? We want to conquer. We want to conquer that guy that is trash. Because we want to be the person that conquered. We want to be the person that nurtured him, mm. that made him the person that, yeah, he was shit to everyone else. But with me, that's why women always go for bad bad boys. Mm. Because you want to be the person that made him soft or appear soft. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And I, like I said, I would not touch future of a budge. I would, could not do it. I couldn't put myself through that mm-hmm. embarrassment. The, the I, I don't like to share. I'm very territorial. I'm mm-hmm. very jealous. I haven't got time for any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I understand why women do it. No one wants the guy that everyone, every get, like, he's just bare nice to everyone. Like what I was saying about you last week. Do you I know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. I was like, how is she going to slide into the disrespect? From what angle will she come this week? No, but I, 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 I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. Even, even when man them say to me, oh, like, I just love a toxic girl. Like, I love a girl that's just like going to be flipping on me all the time. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I thought we were. I thought we were trying to live in peace. <laughs> like, but all right, cool. Because everyone to... wants to feel like you're with a person that is is crazy about you, but not you, in that way. You can feel like somebody's crazy about you without them being crazy. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's weird. It's it's definitely yeah. a messed up way. Yeah. What is it for you this week? What is it for me this week? I can't say that one. Man. You will not get it. Okay. No, it's um, not. It's not about me though, David. It's about the. Hundreds and thousands of listeners that we have listened to. They this will podcast. also not get it. Then you can educate them. Go on, tell be your true okay. self. Go on. For me this week, it was the realization that Gotenks, which is the fusion of Goten and Trunks, which is Goku and Vegeta's sons, they achieved Super Saiyan 3 and couldn't defeat Margin Boo. But Goku and Vegeta were able to fuse and beat him in Super Saiyan 1. And that just doesn't make sense to me. I respect how you feel. (laughs) And (laughs) we are not here to judge you. (laughs) Me or the listeners, we are not here to judge anything that has made your week. And I respect that. Hey, clip that for me. (laughs) What is it, a game? Dragon Ball Z. Oh, right. Sorry. Okay. 
Never do that again. <laughs> like, what is it? Is it like a is Dragon Ball Z still going on? Yes. Mm, but in, what is it like old episodes you're watching? No, no, no. I wasn't watching it. It literally just appeared in my mind. And I thought, oh, oh that's wow. mad. And it was just like a My big... cousin used to watch Dragon Ball Z when he was younger. Everyone watched Dragon Ball Z. I tried to get into it, but... Did you, did you watch... I can't imagine you were a happy child. <laughs> I was an extremely happy child, actually. Thank you very much. I was, I was extremely happy and extremely clingy. Did you watch cartoons when you were younger? Yeah, no, I watch stuff like um, I, yeah, I watch cartoons, but I prefer to watch stuff like Moesha, Sister Sister. That, all of this one, makes sense. One on one, um, you know, anything that was on trouble, I was there Every, watching. Anything it. that was on trouble, <laughs> yes, that makes <laughs> anything perfect that sense. was on the channel six oh seven, I believe it was. Yep, six oh seven. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is what uh, that was what I was watching. One hundred and ten percent. It was a, mean? it was a sad it was a sad oh, thing when trouble went away. One hundred percent. I want them to bring it back. The other day I was on um, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Not that. I'm trying to plug Amazon or anything like that. Um, was, I was Get on, that money, girl. I was on Amazon Prime and they have like all of uh, my wife and kids series and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually I actually bought that. I think because we work for Amazon, they can give us like some sort of... I need it because I paid for a season one. So I need, that's what I'm I, need saying. That, I need that freebie for season two. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, cause I was watching my wife and kids and on episode one, Michael alludes to cheating on Jay five years before the show started he was like oh, i know i hurt you but that was five years ago on episode one i never knew this i i used to watch my for kids and that was goals for me yeah actually yeah, not 100 not still goals for me not not for nah, still not goals. um that is a great relationship do you know what I, other I was, than this cheating thing i was about to swear and then i thought i'm allowed to swear, but i am allowed to fucking swear aren't i oh, amazing what was gonna say? i was forgot that i haven't sworn so many times <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> um i was gonna say i can't remember what i was gonna say yeah but it was golds not bloody future and his seventh baby mother's yeah. goals you see this, but that's what i'm saying michael kyle is how i see myself <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that he's a family man he comes back at home but he's not soft he's not boring he's still entertaining he's still fun and he's still has a backbone. He, he lives with his family, but he's still got a backbone. Yeah. Like, if you really know me in real life, nobody can really run me over. But, you know what I mean? You have to meet me in real life to know that. Let's move on. Stream the Plus 4-4 four, four playlist on Amazon Music. So, before we get into the one-year anniversary of George Floyd, let's talk about the Plus 4-4 four, four playlist. Yes. So, we've got lots of new music this week. Uh, who are you going for, David? Okay, I am going to go for Miss La Familia, Mob Life, which is on the Plus 4-4 rap playlist. Miss La Familia is from Brum. You know, I got to rep the ends. I was thinking, I was thinking that's why you said that. I'm going to go for Darko featuring Blanco, She Like, and that's on the Plus 4-4 Afro playlist. Mm-hmm. Some of the other tracks that have been um, added is Miss Banks featuring K-Trap, Pull Up. Um, I saw the the music video for that. I I, I, I like it. I saw a little clip of the music video and it looks very, very gangster. Oh. And I like seeing Miss Banks in a gangster element. Um, you got Burner and Tion, Wayne and M24, Hugo Boss. Tion's doing a lot at the moment. Um, what else we got? Morrison featuring Etich. H, bro. I know, I just did that for bad. Okay. I used to think how to say H's name was Atich. <laughs> because how on earth are you supposed to get H from this spelling? A-I-T-C-H. No, because... Uh, we've come and said. No, but his name is H. If That's it was it. A-T-I-C-H, then you could get Atich. It's A-I-T-C-H. <laughs> yeah, but it's... It's, it's, it's preposterous. It's, 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 
<laughs> Morrison. Okay, Morrison featuring H. I know his name's H now. Um, House and Garage. I actually saw, I actually listened to that, actually. I actually like it. It's got an old school garage feel. I like Morrison. Even though I shouldn't, I really shouldn't like shouldn't Morrison. Like him? Because Morrison literally um, talks about everything that I say people shouldn't, shouldn't talk, talk about. about. <laughs> but do you know what? There's something about, and his videos are always A1. Morrison's videos are like top tier stuff. Oh, you're clued up on Morrison? Yeah, well, do you know what? I'm not clued up, clued up, but he always... Oh, ZZ only rates drill when it's from white rappers? No. Exclusive, exclusives. No, I, I don't mind Morrison. <laughs> do you know what? I was like, I shouldn't like this music, but there's something about him that I do like, and I like his videos. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 four four from Amazon Music. So, on to more serious things. Uh, this week marks the one-year anniversary of the tragic murder of... George Floyd, do you think that the world is a different place since that has happened? Um, I think that people are more aware, if that makes sense. And we've been able to have a lot of discussions, you know, since Blackout, I mean, since George Floyd's death, we had the Blackout Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We had a lot more organisations, big corporations looking at, you know, who they have. Because I, I remember when this happened there was obviously outrage everywhere mm -hmm. and then it kind of trickled down into black people feeling like the world is very happy to leech off our culture mm -hmm. and you know benefit from our culture but not either paying us our dues or <clears throat> not having enough people within these organizations that benefit off our culture so um i think from then i've seen changes in that way but when it comes to proof brutality and you know all mm. of that stuff uh, no I think that this is my opinion. We mm -hmm. have to stop saying things haven't changed because that's that's not how you build. That's how you build is with hope. You can't build nothing. Nobody has ever started anything in this world without hope first. Like you never started the ZZ Mill show thinking this is never going to work. There was a piece of you that mm. believed this might work. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that what we what's what's been started since that man's passing is one of is what will be one of the greatest movements for our people that has ever been and that we will ever see. But we won't get there and we won't be motivated to continue if we don't acknowledge the changes that have been made. In the space of one year, we've been promised things we've never been promised. Actual laws have been changed. I think they've got um, a law that's been changed when it comes to the Breonna Taylor case. I think they've got laws that have been changed according to the George Floyd case. I don't think we would have ever seen a police... It's the first time I've ever seen a police officer get charged. Yeah, first yeah, time yeah. ever. Yeah. So I think certain things have changed. Is it enough change? No. But you can acknowledge change whether it however incremental it can it might be we were at a standstill it's why it annoys me so much when people are like ah oh, you gotta talk about this because everybody ripped for black lives matter let's not act like say we've been hyper visible this has only happened within that last year mm. i've never i've never felt in my life like whoa we're actually marching towards change award shows are trying to fix up people are yeah. giving us money a lot of things have changed and i don't want a number one denigrate and disrespect that man's death and what it meant by even pretending or acting like say things have not changed first of all i feel very emotional about this because it changed my life fully mm. before this i was about the bag that's all i cared about was the bag I cared about feeding my direct family, my mom, my dad and my brother. That's literally all I cared about. And I wasn't going to do anything to jeopardize that. 
But I sat there and I watched the video, which I couldn't finish, of him passing. And then I got up that morning saying, I, at that point, I was making a video literally every day, which you would uh, which you would suggest is all points. But yeah, I was making a video on a different topic every day. And when I woke up that day, I had nothing else in me. It's like I couldn't make a video about it. It's either I made a video about that or I didn't make a video at all. Mm. At that point, I'm living in London in a flat in Wembley. That's three bags a month. I'm just, just telling it. I'm just painting the landscape. I am spending a lot of money at this time. This is not the time to take risks in my head. But when I saw that video, I felt like I have to say something. Mm. And I went out. My cameraman is living with me. He's not paying rent there. I pay him to be there. That's that's the level of money output I'm doing at that time. And I say to him, we might have to go back to Birmingham because I'm about to talk about George Floyd because I can't, I can't not. Right? And when I spoke about it and I saw the response, the amount of people that felt like I gave them a voice and articulated things that they felt in a way that they probably wouldn't have or wouldn't have been able to themselves. It changed my life and the trajectory. You've seen, am I even a comedian anymore? I don't. Do, I wake up some mornings and I said, bro, are you even funny? I don't even, I barely even do funny videos anymore. What do you class anymore. yourself as now? I don't even know what I am. Definitely not an activist. Definitely not. Yeah, act to, to be, yeah, class, I, but I feel that's what people do. It's the moment people see you, you know, you went to the marches and stuff, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. The moment people see you marching or speaking on a subject, they want to give you that name yeah. of an activist. And really, it's, it's just a lot of pressure. You, of course, you just, you, it's because you care. Like, do you get what I I'm mean? I'm just a person that cares. And it should be that if you care about something or, you know, just because you speak on it doesn't mean now that I have to carry the weight yeah. of the word or, or the title activist. I went to the to the marches um, last year and then when I went to the George Floyd protest again, um, I went for solidarity, but I went because... But when I got there, I was so um, angry and so annoyed that I had been here like four years ago or fr three mm. to four years ago and I was doing the same thing again mm -hmm. and I said like I even like put up and I said you know I get protesting we need to do it but you can't I can't help but think like what is the point of this because mm. I could be back here and again in three weeks time or mm. I could be back here in a year's time marching again for somebody else that has been killed mm. you know by the police and um like you said, I think, you know, sometimes we do, we want to see like huge changes and stuff and whatever, but it's gradual. It's all about the yeah. gradual changes that yeah. we, we, we can see. Um, I never believed in marches. I think it's good this. for awar awareness. No, but I didn't believe it was good for awareness. I, I didn't believe it was good for awareness until I saw that the marches were being publicized on social media and mainstream media. So <clears throat> it's like, I remember watching news reports where they show drone shots of the amount of countries. Yeah, that, that were There were countries yeah. that were marching through. I was like, you care about black people? <laughs> like you didn't, you, you wouldn't yeah, have yeah, even yeah, yeah. known that there'd be, mar there was memorials in countries where you would have never thought there would be, mm -hmm. right? And so the marches having media coverage is what made them feel worth it to me mm -hmm. because it creates a sentiment that makes it clear this is a worldwide issue. I'm hearing even Biden is supposed to be hosting something to do with George Floyd and everything like that. And I think that this is a big change in the world because you have political figures have spoken out on this subject and they spoke out from before the officer was charged. That mm. man was still technically innocent until proven. Yeah. He hasn't been sentenced. Mm, that would be interesting. Yeah. 
He's, I, he's trying to fight the case. Yeah, no, I've seen through yeah. a jury conversation because one of the juries, one of one, one of the not jury, um, is it jury they called? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, called yeah. it. One of the jurors went to a Black Lives Matter protest with a shirt on that suggested that he had a political stance that would affect no one of the witnesses. Sorry. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. That would affect his testimony. Uh, so he's trying the, to get the whole case thrown but out. But the thing is, it's re- I feel like... How would um, you feel if you got the whole case thrown out? Oh, yeah, that's, they, that, that's a mess. And that's going to cause a lot of... America ain't playing when it comes to like they'll burn they'll burn stuff down now. It's crazy right now. I know, but that but so I don't know if I agree with that though. I don't I don't agree with it, but I'm I'm a cognizant that it happens and I'm cognizant that America was very clear and understanding if he don't get charged, it will be a madness. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but it'll be also very interesting to see uh what what sentencing he gets. Yeah. Because if he gets something like It can't be anything low because he's un he's been he's been found guilty on all three charges like yeah, that's second true. degree murder like like if, if they gave him 10 years that would be or even yeah, it'd be you'd ludicrous have to, you'd, have to, uh, you'd have to actually see what the minimum is for those type of things it's like a lot it's like life what in america yeah for second degree murder it's like life so it's like and he's been charged that he's been all three charges like if, if he was to get a low sentence it would be crazy I know there's like loads of conspiracy theories as well that he's been charged, but they walked him out the back door and all these type of things that uh, people come up with and whatnot. The internet's th- a scary place. Oh, the internet is a very scary. But I think, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think we have seen, like I said, um, to do with proof brutality, mm-hmm. no, it's not, there's not really been that much of a shift there. But it's what I'm saying, the cha- that change is not something that's visible, it's invisible. It's when you don't hear a story come out that you're happy about that. Not yeah, when you we hear have, a story we, come out. We've heard of quite a few. Yes, have, that's but, what I'm saying. But there might be an officer out there that would have done something and thought twice. Yeah, of course, hundred percent. But I'm I'm talking about the direct change that we see to the what to how the policing Statistics is in. And yeah, yeah, like that. you know. Yeah. Um, so apparently, um, police have killed 900 people in America since George Floyd passing. White and black. Yeah, I believe yeah. In, okay, in general, right. yeah. Yeah, in America anyway, it's just, to me, it's wild. When I remember growing up when you really wanted to live in America. Literally, all I wanted to do, I, I grew up in Jamaica and, and Jamaica is heavily affected by American culture. Like when you grew up watching Hollyoaks and Coronation Street, I grew up watching Young and the Restless and Bold and Beautiful. I bet you don't even know what those are. Of course I do. Yeah, like literally I grew up in watching time, those. I'm a big woman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, we all wanted to live there. Yeah. Now, I would, I would, not, I would not, no way. The, ma- the most I I'll would visit. spend there 
visit or for work or whatever but before it was oh my god because i lived in la for a little while mm. i lived in la for about seven months mm. um and then i but it would go back and forth for you know go there for two months come back go back again mm. etc so i used to really love la like la i fell in love with la when i was like 18 i was like oh my god i love this place and, and now as i've got older i thought i think to myself i could never i could never imagine bringing up a child here yeah never crazy crazy mm. i used to always want to go to america but now when i see it and i see the lawlessness it's like the wild wild west it's wild it's too over big there. to tame oh of course that's what i think it's just too big to tame what do you think about blackout tuesday the whole thing about blackout tuesday my opinion on blackout tuesday has not changed sometimes the greatest messages are the most simple because they are easy to they're easy to spread everybody and their nan saw blackout tuesday and people that didn't understand what it meant had to be like the, in the Scotlands and the Wales and the Yorkshire and the, mm. the Stoke-upon-Trent and the, you get what I'm saying? The yeah, Stratford-upon-Avons. Yeah. I'm not thinking about London and, and Birmingham where it's got a multicultural environment. I'm thinking about those places that would have scrolled their social media that day and saw a black post and be like, what's all Karen? What's all this about? And then somebody explained, glad you asked. It's because of the unlawful killing of black people and the suppressing of, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it was, we, we had been talking by the time Blackout Tuesday came, we had been speaking. Sometimes you just need to stand in solidarity with something simple. Because there are some people that would have never posted mm. about Black Lives Matter or yeah. any of that. But the Blackout Tuesday, they did. They, there was social pressure to post that. Yeah, I think and I, I think it started uh, with these things, like you said, even though it's a small gesture, it opens a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of conversation. Even old colleagues that I had worked with, they mm -hmm. would they DM'd me and they'll they'll say, Oh, Z, you know, like white colleagues, and they'll say, I never thought, you know, I never knew that this was even a thing. I never knew mm. it was this bad and whatever. Because I think what happened with the George Floyd death is that it made it allowed us as black people to kind of speak freely without being scared yes like in that moment in time we could literally say what we wanted mm -hmm. about all the times we i've been felt, saying what i want since uh, yeah like yeah but you get what i mean because mm -hmm. even i was i was um i can't remember how i was talking to i think i even tweeted about it and i was saying at the time i know i saw like a lot of black women um, especially like darker skinned women coming forward mm -hmm. and talking about all these type of things and mm -hmm. and I said it and it was kind of mixed feelings for me because obviously I had always spoken about colorism mm -hmm. clubhouse would never be as big as it was if it happened pre George Floyd probably not yeah well lockdown and everything like that mm -hmm. um they I spoke about the fact that you know obviously I had been speaking about colorism for 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 a while mm -hmm. but when I was speaking about it I didn't necessarily always feel Heard. that yeah or that black women were uh, backing me all the time and mm -hmm. sometimes I'd even people would you know like they'll say oh you're making us look like we're weak or you're making us look like we're victims I don't care if black men I don't care about colour I don't care if da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. like is it, you know what I mean mm -hmm. but I now realise that I think a lot of um, them were not scared but a bit worried you mm -hmm. know about saying or speaking up for about certain things and I found that during this time a lot of a lot more black women came were coming forward yeah. to speak about their experiences as black women the the issues that we face in the workplace the issues that we face outside of the workplace the issues we feel without just being deemed not being deemed as beautiful mm -hmm. so I think it gave everybody a voice mm -hmm. that was maybe scared of the repercussions like mm -hmm. maybe I might lose my job or I'm not mm -hmm. allowed to say this or how am I going to be perceived on on social media it was like 
Twitter and social media became like a safe space yeah. for black people yeah. at that moment in and time. Which, which is which is rare. And and our voices did a lot. Yeah. And continue to. That's why that young lady that did that thing in Birmingham is out of a job now and arrested because oh, we yeah. speak up and we've been using social media as a tool where we have lacked in political and economical power. We've used social media to hold companies accountable. Yeah, that, you know what? That's one thing that I kind of did enjoy last year. We've seen all the big companies squirming. Yes, like literally, they would any time. Like we don't like people, George Floyd either. We, we <laughs> were just like, we're gonna put this. Uh, we're gonna change now. We've like, yes. why haven't you spoken up? And yeah, the yeah. way everyone was pressure. applying pressure. I remember everyone was applying. But pressure. But now I feel like a big, big company because now people apply pressure to me. <laughs> no, but I remember when people applied pressure to Pretty Little Things, and yeah. I was like, you want to use every this? You wanted that? You mm. want? use black culture and they released one Dega Dega um, um, picture, picture. With the hella black hand <laughs> oh, and they got rinsed and that's when I thought and then they pulled it down and that's when I thought yo yeah, social is media right is moving mad how right can now. you as a big company you sat down in a meeting you would have had a meeting and said guys we need to get out some assets to yeah. show that we are we yeah. are, we, we are showing sol- solidarity with George Floyd then they put it up and, they, and we told them it wasn't good enough and they took it down mm-hmm. and made a new one do you know how mad that is yeah it's crazy it's crazy companies were pledging money they were going doing... crazy do you know how many how many seminars i've done for companies behind the scenes because they want to know now because about... they want to know how to treat black people right no but this is the thing the, uh, the thing is yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with that oh no nothing. i think nothing. i think and i also so i get why sometimes black people are like, oh i'm done educating people is i get it sometimes it is a bit draining you're yeah. constantly you know but then we can't like you said we can't on one hand about the progress thing we can't on one hand complain mm-hmm. that nothing's changed if we're not going to help yeah. to be to help to make that change all i say to people is you do what you want to do, just don't get in my way. So you see, the, those of us that are still willing to try, those of us that are still willing to educate, just let us do our thing. If you don't want to do that no more, Mm-mm. I'm not forcing no black person to educate no white person on how to treat them. It's your right if you choose to not be involved in that conversation. Right, yeah. This is, and that one, that's one of the things I say to companies. I say, listen, when you come asking, how do I treat you? For some black people, it feels like you're stamping on their head whilst ho- holding your hand out, asking for help. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and when it's for some people, they'll be happy to help you. Some people, they'll reject you. You can't stop your thirst for wanting to know how to maneuver better. Right. But you got to let people, you got to let people be where they are. Like, if you see me doing my thing, get out of my way and let me do my thing. Let me continue to fight the fight. And we got to take breaks as well. Oh, yeah. Got to take breaks. Got to take breaks. Um... We did something last year on this very matter, and that this was like the start yeah. of our plus four four relationship. I know, right? Tell us about it. Previously, myself and Sideman took part in a plus four four special with guests Nadia Rose, Getz, Lioness, and Rashid from Link Up TV. We did a, a plus four four special um, for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We spoke about all kinds of different issues that have affected the Black community, including the topic of Blackout Tuesday. So. We're going to play some clips from that for you guys. Has anything changed? Not for me. Not that I've seen. I mean, there's conversation. Do you think it was all performative? I start looking at things and I think, this is stupid. Then I start feeling like, bro, you're being negative because you're not doing nothing better. Leave the people them to do what they're doing, bro. You're not doing <laughs> anything better yourself. Mm, mm, mm. And then I'm just conflicted. 
I'm critiquing something. I'm critiquing protesting. I'm critiquing Blackout Tuesday, but what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Mm. You know what it is? I think we've got a critiquing spirit because we grew up, yeah, being told that slavery happened, but then experiencing it whilst everybody acted like it was done. So from early, we've had visors to say what people think is reality isn't. So everything we look at, we kind of look at with a lot of scrutiny. And a lot of, we, before we believe something, we want to test it first. Who runs the Black Lives Matter movement? Who's this? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? But I do think sometimes that we waste our time trying to figure out how and why something's happening rather than yeah. just getting to it. Right. And I think with Blackout Tuesday, what I think people missed is that sometimes a simplistic message is the best. There's a lot of people that might have woke up that day and would have never read something, some long essay right, from exactly. us or thinking, but they saw a black screen and they had to ask somebody, what is so, this? So, and it's like, Karen, glad that you asked. Well, guess what? Black people have been oppressed for years <laughs> yeah. and we're sick of it. Not everything is going to have an immediate effect. Sometimes things is about yeah. awareness. And then hopefully after that, there's a, uh, there's a conversation. And that's kind of what we're, asked, what we're saying here. Okay. Does anyone feel that since the awareness was brought, is there been a lack of progression? I would say so. I feel like I'm having mm. more conversations with, you know, with my Caucasian friends about such things that we weren't at one point. And on that day specifically, people weren't posting anything else. So that was all there was, mm -hmm. which meant there was more of a focus. There was like a, mm -hmm. a light shone on it, um, ironically. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, I feel like it's important. But like you say, change don't happen overnight. It's a start of something. Yeah, I, I don't think that we should be pessimistic about this, you know, because I think things definitely have changed. Number one, black people are way more comfortable now speaking about our mm -hmm. issues than we ever were Absolutely. before. A lot more of us are speaking now and companies are being forced to say something, whether it's performative or not, <laughs> they're under pressure right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. And I've got to applaud us as black people as well, you know, because we've jumped on everything. Mm. We're still talking Breonna Taylor. We're still talking George Floyd. And SARS happens. We jump up and we say, all right, cool. We're talking about this as well. Even if it is that we have to talk about what our own are doing to our own. We've, we haven't been partial. We haven't, we've mm. been quite objective and we've been on topic for something that's very traumatising to mm. us. What more can we do apart from just keep pushing the conversation, man? I feel like we're doing it, man. Go back to Africa. That's what we've got to do. Oh, gosh. Back to that. I'm very real. Obviously, what you said... My brother Sincere, you know. From Belly. <laughs> I'm real, only because, yeah? That day was weird for me. Obviously, I see the black things on Instagram every now and then. Close my blinds, turn the lights off. I'm chilling by myself now. Mm -hmm. And then what pissed me off... <laughs> sorry, I swear. People kept on hitting me up. Oh, are you all right? How are you feeling? I'm thinking, bro, I kind of felt like people started to feel safe for black people, which is obviously a good thing in some respect. But for that day... I felt weak as a black person. It felt weird for me, and I thought, I don't want to feel like that again. You know, because see black people, we've got to kind of, like, stop looking at other races to kind of, like, make us realise how lit we are. Agreed. You know? You know why I agree with that? Mm. Just on the layers thing, yeah? Because everyone in our race starts doing this thing like, oh, white people don't do that with their money when they get money. Uh, this person don't... Ah, shut up, man. Fredo puts 50 grand on the car. That's legit, though, as well. Mm. Why have we got a problem with that? You I had did. a problem. Don't lie, like, why? Oh, my God. What we is the point that? of that? Let me tell you what's you the point. Let me tell you. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. You see his thing? Yeah. That's part of his brand. That's cold. Like, the people that feel my man think that's cold. But this is the thing. But I again, think that's cold. OK, cool. but this is my thing. Like, mm. there's certain things that we do, again, like using the N-word and doing all these things that perpetuate stereotypes of us that we then get upset about 
people thinking that this is all we are good for. If we live in the perimeters of what people we think, go nowhere, bro. Yeah. trust me. On, the only thing well, then, we can, then we should stop complaining about everything then. Well, no, all right, right, then. With regards to your point, Rashid, about yes. you know feeling weak that day, yeah. We got to remember, yeah, you're, mm -hmm. you're successful. Yeah, and sure with enough. that success, you get a certain feeling of power and authority and you realise the power within you. There's a lot of people struggling mm -hmm. that yeah. Blackout Tuesday in, ain't so much about us in this room as it is about people where COVID completely devastated them financially because they had no foundation to begin with. Right, that was the Plus 4-4 special that we did last year. That was kind of the beginnings and the startings of our relationship with Plus 4-4 and Amazon Music. This has been the Plus 4-4 podcast with myself, Sideman. And ZZ Mills. See you guys next week. Boom! Boom. Stream the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Amazon.